welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast. I'm Danny. Good evening, Patrick Polson. Hello, Dan Hendricks. Love you, man. Love you. I missed your face big time. Hey, I've been around. And I feel like I've just flaked out on you lately, so I feel oh. poorly. No, you haven't flaked out on me. You've just you've been busy. You bet you're a busy guy who's got mm. a lot of stuff going on in his life. Well, that's a good way of putting it. But I'm looking yeah. around. I'm seeing a lot of laundry that's getting <laughs> folded. It's folded though. That's, that's that is. I'm 95 percent of the way there. You are a professional. That's you are a, a professional adult now. That's a tough five percent though. That last five. Yeah. To actually put it all away. Do you? Are you on top of stuff like that? Are you feeling pretty adult-like right now? No, 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 no. no. My, uh, I laundry is my least favorite chore. Um, uh-huh. I don't really like any chores, but um, laundry is definitely my least. Do you have a favorite? I like mowing the lawn. I like doing things like that. But I live in an apartment, so I don't yeah. get to do things like that. Yeah, I actually miss a little bit of that stuff. I was really anal about the lines when I was a kid doing the lawn. Were you yeah. like that at all? I like liked actually doing it as a sort of the one perfectionist thing that I did. <laughs> Um, I think as I did it, I got better about it. Like I started to really like that part, but I was kind of a jerk when I was a kid about it. So I would, I would end up like trying to do like crazy patterns and like just missing huge <laughs> chunks. And you, like you wouldn't come back and, and finish up. I would just not see it. Like uh, I, had, I, I would have moved on like, cause I would try and like, I found that it worked best to section my parents' backyard off into like five sections that I would do, mm-hmm. um, which also worked well for like, cause no one would, it was supposed to be my sister's job to go and like pick up the dog mess, Yeah, but she wouldn't do it. Um, yeah. You're standing there. What's worse than that? Already in the middle of mowing and bam, there's some turds yep. out in front of you. What are you yeah, going to do? It's the worst. I just ran them over. Yeah. Uh, that's what I would do <laughs> if there was like, like one but there's a lot it would get. And usually it would be like the tire would hit it. And I'd be like, oh, shit. <sighs> God, there's nothing worse than that. Yeah. Uh, but I found that like if I did it in sections, like I could go and like mow a section, go and like clean up the next section and then like mm-hmm. mow that one. And Yeah. I was kind of like that where like I used to think about patterns. I really would. I'd be like, you know, it'd be kind of cool if I went this diagonal and that and then met with an opposite diagonal where they'd meet up, you know, and I'd, yeah. like, I'd like look back at my handiwork. I was like a craftsman when I'm done. And my mom's just like, just get the damn lawn <laughs> Just mode. sitting back, cracking open a soda. Just soda, that's right. <laughs> I know. Like a mid-90s uh, home workers, craftsman's commercial. Right. Like for little kids. <laughs> I know. Like there was always one spot where like it's kind of hard to describe, but... If I wanted to do the same little pattern that I was doing, I had to just kind of go out into the, it's like where one side of the lawn met up with a bigger chunk. Uh-huh. So I'd have to like keep going out into the middle of the yard sort of, and just try to be as straight as possible. And I never really knew how straight I was going until I'd turn around and come back and look. And sometimes and I'm like, Oh my God, it's, super- <laughs> it's just like, so it's horrible. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I really was kind of weird about that where I'd be like, I got to like clean that up and I would mm-hmm. like try to fix my work. Yeah. I, uh, each, each section I always did in like, like certain patterns. So it was like the first section I always did was always like straight lines. And the next section, it was always like that one I did circular for some reason. And there's one that I always did in like a square shape that like, I think Patrick is high. He's out there just (laughs) drawing with the lawnmower doing (laughs) it's like, it's working. You're like, you're like. You're like turning it off to leave certain spots, so like going in the middle, starting it up. You got yeah. like circles inside of circles. 
Yeah, dude. Concave. Crazy. Or not concave. Uh, consecutive. Mm. Consecutive circles. I was like, convex, convex. No, no, that's not it either. I mean, it's probably a convex shape, but... <laughs> Did you ever consider, hey, maybe I should be like one of those guys that mows at a professional baseball field? Um, no. Because they get some leeway there. I mean, some of the fields look different. They, Yeah, I think they do. Like, my old roommate actually kind of did that. I mean, he took care of, like, greens at golf courses. And that's, like, oh, yeah. an actual degree you get. You know, I remember that hearing that got really popular in, like, the late 1990s, early 2000s. Real, yeah. Turf management? Yeah. Wazoo's got a great program for it, apparently. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. Not not really know. my interest. Yeah. I just played some golf earlier this week, and I actually was talking about how oh, it would be kind of fun maybe to like plan some of this st- stuff out, like more like plan the courses. Oh, yeah. But just if it was just like straight maintenance, I don't see how that could be yeah. that much fun. Yeah, I feel like the planning it out, that's more like, that's like a landscaper architect yeah. kind of deal. Yeah. And I, I would probably like that. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I went out. It was this place called Lang Langdon Farms. Very nice golf course. It was and it was like it was blowing like forty miles an hour. It was this company thing where my company was a sponsor and they needed an extra golfer, and so they like, tagged me because like almost no one golfs. Oh really? Yeah, they're not very many at all. Weird. You'd kind of think it seems like one of those corporate things people would do. Yeah, I I feel like it's kind of dying. Like it did have that big boom, like. I'm talking like I Tiger Woods, like yeah, yeah, definitely had a big boost in the '90s and yeah. late '90s. But like, yeah, like the '80s through the '90s, like I feel yeah. like that was like, and I'm basing this all on movies and TV shows. Tin Cup, yeah, <laughs> just like oh yeah, well, uh, Dad's going golfing this weekend, so yeah, you know, I th- I think that's probably true. I've heard it's it's fallen off a lot since since Tiger is not that relevant anymore. Yeah, and it's sort of like um. I don't know. It's, what is it kind of like? It's almost like the like cycling, and uh, and and Armstrong. Yep. You know, it's like now he's gone, and suddenly nobody cares at all. It seems like that. What's big now? What's the what's the big uh, B sport? I guess well, it was football, but now we got a little drama going on in the whoop NFL. Whoop. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we can spin a reasonably funny way to talk about Ray Rice, but. Lots of stuff. That's crazy. It's all Too hitting much. the fan right now. Yeah. Adrian Peterson. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Weirdly enough. I, I heard that um some guy sports, I'd but. never heard of, but a guy for the Cowboys was also just deactivated because he was um he was convicted of domestic violence like a month or so ago, but of course nothing happened back then. It yeah. wasn't on the front page anywhere. Yeah. But uh so then they decided to to deactivate him now. <laughs> I just hit That's myself right. in the face with the microphone because I'm shocked. Why? Well, it's a big story. Just calm <laughs> down, though. You know, it's dangerous. I know I have the little foam pad on the top, but it could still hurt you. Yeah. So it's just it's a big. These things happen in waves. I don't know. It's in a yeah. way it's good. In a way it's kind of dumb because it's like, do do we care about it or not? Like, why does it take all this stuff happening for people to actually care? Yeah. But well, it's like I don't know. It's the same thing with like actors and stuff like that. It's like, oh, that person's crazy now. It's like. Yeah. Yeah, they play pretend for a living. It's like, mm. but do we really care? I don't know. I, I think it's good that people have sort of taken the stand because I'm yeah. going to guess that they're, based on what I've read from people's responses mm-hmm. on Facebook and Huffington Post and stuff like that, I just think there are a lot of people that didn't really realize there was such a huge 
um, feeling about that type of stuff, domestic violence yeah. and how you raise your kids and how you punish your kids, physical, physical, like violence in general within your family. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't, doesn't seem like it's been maybe talked about that much. There were so many people that were like, I just didn't, that's how my mom raised me. I'm talking about Adrian Peterson mm-hmm. now, but it's like, that's just like how my mom raised me. And like a lot of them are like, and, and we should just back off. You know, that's how they raise their kids. Yeah. And there's a lot of people too that are like, well, I, I just never really thought about it. I didn't realize that wasn't, wasn't something that you're supposed to do mm-hmm. to hit your kids, you know? And like, that's yeah. what she did to me. But now, so maybe if they can get people to honestly think about it and, you yeah, know, I mean, if change it's, their ways. I mean, I, I haven't followed, but, and I, all of you guys can take to the, the huge quickly message boards if I am wrong. Because I know there's a slew Please of listeners. <laughs> well, the boards are—they're probably like down right now. The servers are crashing. Ugh, I hate the internet. <laughs> um, uh, support net neutrality. Uh, but didn't Ad- Adrian Peterson kind of turned himself in, right? Like after it I'm happened, actually, I'm not totally sure how that word. I know that he did turn himself in. I feel like because he got he caught. was kind of forced to. Yeah, he like got caught and he was like, "All right, I'll I'll go." Yeah, but he was. He wasn't like soup. I don't know. I guess he wasn't. I mean, he beat his child, but he wasn't an asshole about turning himself in. I don't think so. I I I think that he wasn't. I I didn't think he he would think he thought it was going to be as big of a deal as it was. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, that's what happened. That's how we disciplined our kid. You know. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Child abuse. Not a fan. Not a I fan. I can say that. I got spanked by my mom once when I was a kid. I don't know what she did. Uh, it, it was what she did. I don't, she got she did something so bad she had to spe- she had to punish you. Yeah, no, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what she did. Um, somehow she just like all, my my sisters and me I have two sisters. Mm-hmm. I this is gonna sound like they just like beat us into submission. They did not, but somehow my mom just like had us wrapped around her finger. Like we were so obedient. I don't know what it was about her parenting. I think I'm really sh- think I was spanked like one time, very minorly, but it's like somehow we always had that in our mind. Like no, 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 like they will, they will freak out if, if you do anything wrong. Yeah. So I don't know if that's really a good thing or not because we were kind of on edge about it. But I remember really being like scared of my parents, but they didn't do much to deserve that reputation. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like I was the same way. I mean, I got punished and stuff. Yeah. But. You weren't just let loose. I wasn't let loose. No, like some of I work around kids a lot, and uh, some of these parents these days just mm-hmm. oh, we're just letting him express himself. No, no, you're letting him scream in my face for the past oh fifteen minutes, and I'm going to hit him. Yeah, yep. Um, speaking of hit, my car was hit this weekend. No, yeah, really freak the- accident. Uh, like circus freak accident, <laughs> nothing you'd pay money to see. Oh, okay. Uh, one time I've ever, the, the one time basically I've ever used valet used valet. <laughs> Cause I basically was forced to at a hotel Ugh. 20 minutes later after coming into the place, giving him my keys, come back down. Cause I need something out of the car. Like, Oh, Mr. Hendricks. Yeah. It's uh, a little accident with your car. Turns out that one of the workers like really didn't, they claim that he didn't know much about driving a stick which doesn't make a ton of sense yeah. somehow he like freaked out and let the car roll down the slight hill into the back of a truck that had a trailer hitch on it and just like bashed the front end in now 
bash just rel- you know uh, it it's actually not all that bad the hood's fine yeah but the the like plastic bumpery part it's really just this, pr- this plastic grill yeah it's kind of one of those things where if you really look at it you go oh, that's sort of like cheaply made maybe mm-hmm. but when it comes to this it's like oh it's just a little swap in and out i think it's going to be really easy to fix yeah. if it was just all metal be, it could be a huge pain you'd be effed you'd be effed in the be a effed. i know yeah. Like basically the first time anyone else has even driven my car. Oh like yeah. Maybe one a couple of people like taking it for a little, a little joy ride. Little test drive, you know, yeah. whatever, see the power. It's got the four cylinder, so you know, I don't blame them. But... And the thing gets bashed in. It was kind of a damper on things. Did you get a little money for it though? I don't know yet. It just happened. I mean that they're gonna fix it. Oh, okay. It's really I mean, I'm sure it's insurance fraud, but gotta be great if they're like, man, this thing. Was it this could be nine fifty, <laughs> you know, to fix, and it's like, oh, you really don't need to do that or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? I would never do that, but um, I've never had to even go through a claim like this. I've mm. been in one accident; it was my fault, but I really didn't have to do much. Yeah, kind of lucked out. Um, so yeah, it's like a new, it's a new frontier. I'm not excited about it. It looks, it looks bad. It looks, you know, people are looking at me like, oh, watch out, this guy's coming through, dude that doesn't know how to drive his car. Watch out, new driver. Hold on, where's the sign? Where's the sign? <laughs> we need to get you like double A driving, student driver on board. Get that, get that brake pedal on the passenger side. Yep, <laughs> that would be fun <laughs> as the passenger. Yeah, uh, that was always the worst because uh, my teacher had to use it a couple of times. When I was Did learning. she? Yeah, like we were just doing like driving in the parking lot, and I like. I think I just got going a little fast. Um, and it was like my second time, like driving the car. Yeah. And you know, you just, it's weird because like you feel a little, I just jolted for those listening. Uh, you, you jolted. Feel, yeah. yeah. You feel a jolt forward and you didn't do it. Um, it's, it's a little bit like a more terrifying, um, roller coaster. Mm. Cause on a roller coaster, you expect it. Patrick, what was that back there? Uh, there was, there was a group of kids. Did you not see them in the crosswalk? Oh. Um, Jesus Christ. Hey, uh, I just, I, population control. That is not why we're here. Population control. I want you to focus on the road. We're oh. here to learn and not kill kids. Okay, but can I just turn on this ACDC real quick? You can switch tracks I'm... on the ACDC yes. channel. On the ACDC channel? Serious. Yeah. It's a new one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm just going to put on Highway to Hell real quick. That's uh, that's where we are right now. (laughs) (laughs) My my instructor, really, he called me out in class because I was sitting at a light and it was the first time I'd ever seen, I never noticed that there was the green left arrow before. (laughs) <laughs> no, because because you were presumably learning in Ellensburg or Roslyn, where there's two. Yeah, I mean, I had I grew up in Ellensburg. I don't know if we had maybe like one or two at this time. There's... Then I was doing driver's ed down in Yakima, oh. and there was a few. And there's some kind of big roads, big Yakima's intersections, and almost stuff. A real city. It's pretty damn close. It's not totally, but. <laughs> and the first time I saw it, and I was like, um, "Can I go?" And he was just like. Oh. Yes, you can go. And I was like, oh, sorry. And then we get back to the thing and he's like, you know what, guys? I had someone in class, in the car today say, can I go to the green turn arrow? You know what? You kids 
need to read. You didn't read chapters, whatever, whatever. I was, I was like, I've never been called out like that before. Yeah, that's shitty. And I still didn't read, but I sh- probably should have because when I moved to, to Oregon here, had to do the Oregon driver's test, failed the written exam. <laughs> that's all you have to do though, right? To get a yeah. new license? Yeah. Just the written one. Do you have to do that? There's like a way around it, isn't it? Like if your license isn't expired or something? Oh, well, not anything I knew about, clearly. Maybe I'm just dreaming. I have It's really embarrassing. I, uh, I still have a Washington license. Yeah. Mine, mine, I'm pretty sure it was expiring. I'm an old man now, so. You are. You get to that point when your driver's license starts expiring. <laughs> They're like, your face changes yearly. Well, we're going to have to have you yeah. come in every year. Due to aging, we need to get a new yep. picture of you. I'm like, what? <laughs> What they need to do is they need to just uh like guess what your age is and then just your ID as it sits in the sun longer and longer it just slowly kind of burns away like the the youth mm-hmm. so it's like, it's like and it just ends up with just like this decayed just beast shriveled. yeah yeah just unrecognizable <laughs> yeah ready for on death's doorstep Jan Hendricks twenty nine <laughs> he Male. should have worn more sunscreen. Yeah. Yeah, I walked into the place, and it's one of those things where it's like you can miss six questions or something out of forty or whatever. You missed seven. Yeah, I <laughs> did. I missed whatever the the I barely like last question missed it pushed me over. But it's one of those things where it's like they're like, yeah, if you pass, just it'll print out a little slip and bring that up. If you don't pass, it's like you you can just. You don't need to do anything. You you have to wait 24 hours to take it again. Oh, really? So at some point, I just get up and sheepishly leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's really like the walk of shame. Toodaloo. <laughs> just, Good yeah. day to you, miss. Looks like Dan's back again. She's like, uh, you, you going to pass that test this time? <laughs> oh, I've never seen you yesterday. <laughs> Weird. Ah, No, I just like you guys. I'll be back uh, yeah. about a week or two. <laughs> I don't need my license yet. I realized I should save a day. Um, and I wanted to, I wanted to spend $40 twice, whatever it was. Oh man. Halfway through the test, I just realized my old license picture is pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm really interested in biking this year. (laughs) So that's why I haven't gotten mine. Cause for the last two years I've been public transit. Public transit. Yeah. Or like occasionally I'd borrow, I have my, a car now. Um, although I didn't drive it tonight. Um, what kind of car are you driving? Uh, it's a Toyota Corolla. It's my Hot. sister's. Yeah. yeah. She's in New Mexico um, for a year. So I was like, well, I could use that. She doesn't and, need a car in New Mexico? No, because she's like doing like an internship. So she's basically living where she's working. La Vida um, Loca. Living La Vida Loca. That's funny. She's doing border immersion. With, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. She's doing like, she's working at like a free clinic. Mm. It's real cool. Cool. Very much what she wants to do. Is she older or younger? She's younger. I'm the oldest, so she's just more successful than I am. Oh, Patrick, that's not true. That couldn't possibly be true. Well, a little bit. Maybe. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Time time will tell. Time will tell. But you've got a lot of stuff going on. What what list some of them off? List some doing? things. So you you're you're uh, curious. You're on like the curious I am on team, the right? curious main stage uh team, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh the players which is players without an R. That's the same team? That's yeah, the that, that's what it is. It's okay. the, the house ensemble, um, which basically means like we're the group that they pull up for their main stage shows that rotate every couple of weeks or so. 
Yeah. So this I did. is a curious comedy for those guys who don't know. Curious Comedy Theater. That's right. In uh, Northeast Portland. Shows uh, every weekend. Come mm-hmm. check it out. It's real fun. Yeah. It feels a little weird. I, it still feels like I have an allegiance to Brody, but those are the two two best theaters in town for improv. They are uh, titans that stand across the river from one another. Juggernauts. Yeah. They, uh, They're like... Uh, they just like shoot. They they probably have war games going on all the time. They're like out there. And they're just yes ending each other. Yeah, just really testing each other's boundaries. Yeah. Who's ma- who's making a stronger move and who's supporting it quicker? It's just a matter of time before somebody says no. <laughs> but is it is it a creative denial or is it a denial of the scene boundaries? That's well, I'm not a I'm not a miracle worker. I don't know. Oh, well, that remains to be seen. What is the difference? Go through that again. Uh, so like a creative denial would be like, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to, uh, denial of reality is like, like Danny, um, camping is so fun today. We're on the moon. Oh, like that's, that's, that's like, just like denial of that's reality. Like, yeah. That's just, it's like record scratches. Yeah. That's just like, saying no. And like, you came up with like this great idea that we could have gone forward and not saying that like being on the moon is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like just flat out being like, no, we're on the moon. We're astronauts. Like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Like just c- like completely ignoring anything that your partner would have given you Yeah, is like a denial of reality. And then a creative denial, which sounds really similar. And I don't know if that's the real term would be like in character saying like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, like if, like if you have a scene, this is a, not a great example, but if you have like a scene, um, where like two people are hanging out and one person, you know, like slowly comes out that it's like a husband and wife and they're sitting in the living room and they're like, Oh, we need to spice up our marriage. And it comes out that the husband has been living these like Dexter fantasies forever. You know, he's going out and he's murder. He's a vigilante. And he's murdering bad guys. Mm-hmm. But the wife is a super pacifist and doesn't believe in killing, doesn't believe in the death penalty. Him saying, we're going to go out and kill people. And that's going to bring us closer. And she goes, oh, I don't want to do that. That's, you know, that's yes. That's like saying yes in the scene. Um, You're like, oh, yeah, this is what we would do. Or that's like what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I, as a character, have a point of view that prevents me from doing that. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it seems like one of those things that, that you can definitely tell as an audience member. It's yeah. Like it's very obvious yeah because if it's kind of seems like if it's done right it's kind of obvious as to why there's they would be saying no or what direction they're probably going in yeah as opposed to just you can tell when someone's just confused and kind of just made a mistake yeah when they're like yeah i mean it just comes down to like is that is that that character's point of view like is that dan's point of view that he does not want to murder someone or is that uh dan ignoring what patrick said i had this horrific scene one time where I think it was in, well, I bet you were there. It was in fire drill, mm-hmm. but um, I think it was like Isaac. Um, he's like, I don't even remember what he said, but he was the one that had this line, and we step out, and he says it to me, and I don't know what it was about what he said. I just it didn't register with me. I didn't get what he meant and what he said, mm-hmm. and so I was just like, uh, wow. You know, this dog house mm-hmm. is, you're really making a lot of progress on this thing. And it was completely out of left field 
unrelated to what he just said. Yeah. And so he actually made a, he just for a split second, he was like, uh, you could tell he was just like, uh, thanks, you know? And then I, they, even someone else behind him was like, you, know, you could just tell, it yeah. was like, like, what was that? But so that was, that was almost like denying out of necessity. Cause maybe if you're better, you'd be able to roll. But I was like, I, I just don't know what you just said. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I think a lot of people get caught up in like, they're afraid to just ask, like if, you know, just ask them to repeat it. Like right. if it's so long winded, just be like, I'm sorry, what? And you know, yeah, like that's such a good point. You could just be like, what? Yeah. You know, you're always doing that. You're just, you just talk at me. You don't listen. Yeah. You know, and like you can do that. You can just say, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't quite catch that. I was, you know, washing my hands or whatever. And yeah. like, especially if you, there's no location established or whatever, just, I don't know, put it in a bathroom and wash your hands. Instead of a damn doghouse. Instead of a, Danny, you're always in the doghouse. <laughs> I know. It was a weird suggestion to us. I was like, um, well, let's take a look at this doghouse. Wow. Looking good. <laughs> Whoa. This is great. He's like, uh, thanks. I, uh, I was doing, we just finished a run of a show at Curious, uh, that was the Crown Royal format, which is based on a, a another format called the JTS Brown. Um, but basically the concept behind it is like, it's a thematic, like, so you're dealing with like a, like a theme, like a revenge or joy, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I can go more in depth on how the format works if we want to get super nerdy. But uh, I was introducing it, and so I was like, oh, can I get uh, just like a quality you really admire in your uh, your partner? You know, expecting like, oh, they're uh, they're thoughtful. Thoughtful, or they're thrifty, or they're, you know, uh, understanding. <laughs> yeah, I got tall. And yeah. it was like nothing else came out. And I was like, all right, we're going to do it like <laughs> tall. Thank you. <laughs> it was just like, what? Okay. And that, that's always the struggle, man. Mm-hmm. Trying to get those real specific things. That is interesting. I like it though. I like that you're uh, you're out there just making making stuff all the time. What else you get going? So you're doing a little bit of sketch stuff too, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So I'm doing the Curious main stage stuff, which led me to doing uh, Fit to Print at Curious, which is a once a one a once a month though. Is that a once a, once a month though? How do you spell that? <laughs> um, it's a once a month show. Uh, fourth Friday, come check it out. It's at 10 p.m. those nights. Shout out. Um, shout out. Come check it out. It's a great group of people. Um, but in that we do like improv based on news stories and some of those are like, and then we also have news stories that we've like found to be like a little bit longer overarching. So like we had, you know, ALS challenge, things like that. Like we would be like, Oh, let's do a sketch based on that. Right. Um, or just like maybe weirder things that are really funny. Um, but we, there's really only one angle on them. So like the improv stuff is much more just like, that's like a suggestion. And now let's kind of do like yeah. some crazy scenes, but the, the sketches are a little bit more oriented towards like satire. Mm. So, so you, how many sketches are you writing per month for this? Um, right now, I wrote two this last month. Um, and there's ten. And how long are they? One's real short because it's just a real fast moving one. Um, it's just almost a page or two or what? Yeah, it's like a page and a half almost. Yeah, and it's just like it's real quick, snappy. Yep. Um, it's almost just like a series of blackouts. 
that mm. just are kind of connected through one character. Um, and then I have another one that's like five, six pages. Nice. So, you know, they're all about four minute sketches, I guess, for yeah. the most part. Um, and so I wrote, we wrote two cause this was our first month writing them. So we wanted to kind of like ease in, ease ourselves in. Um, and there's also 10 of us writing, so we didn't want to overburden, mm. you know, ourselves having to choose from too many to yeah. start with. But, nice. Yeah. I just, uh, decided that I, <laughs> that I want to write a, uh, Bob's Burger spec script. Oh yeah. And maybe pff, the ensemble should act this shit out. We, do we have a gene? And, uh, I'm sure I'm, I can find you people (laughs) you watch Bob's burgers. I love Bob's burgers. I'm not, yeah, I love it. I'm not an avid follower, but, uh, yeah, I enjoy it quite a bit. The bubbles, the bubbles. Um, yeah, I just had this thought earlier that I was like, man, it'd be so much fun because for whatever reason, I always just, I love those characters so Mm -hmm. much that I end up just sort of trying, we'll just be talking. Um, we'll be talking and it seems like everybody that I know, lately anyway likes bob's burgers and so this is like i've gotten these conversations of talking how much we love them and these little scenes just end up popping up and how funny they'd go mm-hmm. and we can kind of just their characters are so well done that you know what sort of like how oh, they yeah. would go and where how things would go and i was just thinking man it'd be fun to write some of these down and you could make a little you could make something out of that hey man act it out you got Ooh, baby love that love it have you seen rick and morty Mm-mm. that is uh my favorite new cartoon. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. It's about an alcoholic uh, super scientist. Okay. And his 14-year-old grandson, and they go on adventures. Sounds great. Yeah. It's got uh, Dan Harmon. It's one of the things, like, he's an executive producer, and it ha- kind of mostly happened when he was an on-community, from what I've okay. gathered. Um, And uh, Sarah Chalk from Scrubs is in it, and Chris mm. Parnell. And uh, Spencer Grammer. I don't think I know him. I believe she's Kelsey Grammer's daughter. Oh. Yeah. What's her name? Spencer. Spencer Grammer. Wow. Yeah. A couple of hard R's. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Kelsey Grammer, gosh, she's got to have good genes for acting because I think he's, a, he's, oh, he's good. Oh, he's brilliant. He's great. Does he do Broadway stuff now? Yeah. He must be. He was always. Uh, and then he's been on like. He had like a Showtime show, I think, that lasted a season or something. And then, like, is he the president in something? He was the mayor of Chicago, I think. In oh, something. Yeah, okay. Maybe he was the president too. I don't well, know. Well, okay. I am white, as you all know. I would imagine so. <laughs> I you have come a podcast. From a, I come from a small, uh, rural, you know, town. Very white town. But easily the whitest thing about me is how much I enjoyed Frasier <laughs> as a kid. As a kid? Yeah, my oh. dad was really into it. And I watched it from probably, I don't know, probably like 10. And I remember watching it a lot with him. We watched it almost every night. It's a great show. I didn't get into it till I was living in that same rural town. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not one of those shows that like I just loved, like... I, you know, it's just, it's just really entertaining and I got a kick out of all of everybody. Oh yeah. It seems like a little, like it wouldn't work today or something and people wouldn't think there's enough to it or something. It was just, it's very specific. I think like the characters are really specific to the time period that they were totally living in. I mean, I think something very similar could happen. Yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah, it's also the era of the yuppie is kind of over almost. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not quite as in fashion. Like the way they lived and stuff it doesn't seem like. I wonder if that happens that much anymore. People just sort of in suits at home. Yeah, just kind of with their with their living made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of like. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not that yeah. embarrassed to say this. It's kind of like Sex in the City. How? Uh, yeah. How? You know what's his name? Big. He drives around in a town car the whole time. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't think well, people are doing that, do that anymore. <laughs> he gets an Uber now. Yeah. I don't think he's got a full-time driver if or it's I, set in 2014. Oh, he's got a you know, car to go or something. Oh, yeah. He's driving a smart car. Yeah. I don't know if Carrie would have been as enthused. She was just terrible, right? It's awful. The coolest guy in that whole show she just shits on multiple times. What are you going to do? I'm going to blame this on girlfriends more forcing me to watch it, but I did. You loved it. I got That's into okay. it eventually. Hey man, Gilmore Girls is coming to Netflix and uh I read that and cheered alone in my apartment <laughs> and like proceeded to, to post it on Facebook and just like be like, I'm I'm unashamed at how excited I am about that show. We should try to recreate the speed of dialogue that that show has. <laughs> is it even possible? I don't know. I don't think we could speak at that uh, that speed. Yeah. I mean, I think it would probably get easier. As you know, our seasons bore on. But, it's true. Um, it's really funny. I, I I bet if you just focused on that aspect and watched like a thirty second clip of the show a few times, you'd be like, "Holy shit!" Because like they just the words come flying at you. Yep. So much talking, so many references. Like they just re- and they reference everything. Yeah. Like it's not even like thematic at all. It's just, yeah. Well, uh, we got a reference here to some obscure French poet, followed by a reference to the Smiths. And they just get it. They all get them every time, yeah. right? Yeah. You know what? That that mom is, Laura Graham is just unbelievable. She's smoking. She's smoking. Smoking. She might even be hotter than Alexis. Um, Adele? Yeah. Her. Yeah. And that's probably not true. I don't know. But damn. She doesn't look like she's aged at all, and that show happened, what, it was at least 10 years ago, right? Oh, yeah. It's st- oh yeah, it started. I feel like ninety eight, ninety nine, maybe. She's she's better looking today. I think. What's it's going like, on? Like a cheese, better with age. She's fine. Doesn't smell real good, but. Oof. Yeah, that's kind of exciting. Yeah, that's well. I don't know if exciting is the right word. Are you gonna be watching that? Oh yeah, I'm gonna do a rewatch. Oh, yeah. Is it a Netflix? Is that what it's? It's, it's coming, coming to Netflix. Netflix. Coming to Instant. Mm, I saw Californication just got on Netflix. I haven't seen. I it. never really got into, but I know a lot of people really like it. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, David Duchovny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're watching a few episodes and... It's like him playing a sex addict, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like him and his ex-wife and daughter and him just sort of living his life. And But, I mean, we kind of laughed at the time. Like, I remember watching a few episodes. It's like he... Maybe it's realistic for him as a celebrity, but he's hooking up with knockout women in every episode. Is he playing himself? No, no. But, I mean, so... It seems a little weird in the show the fact that he's just like at at will just just whatever you know uh model that walks by next scene cut to them in bed you know it's like that's just the show but that's cool it keeps the plot going you know mm-hmm. I don't know if it's that easy but yeah it keeps the the plot going <laughs> yeah keeps something going something yeah my uh, coworker just loaned me the DVDs to Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, mm. which I think uh, he and I are the only two people in the world that uh, truly love it. I've never really seen it. I've heard of it. 
it's it's great i'm missing out on i really love it i recommend watching it if you're like interested in show business at all um because it presents a very skewed view of it Mm -hmm. um it's it suffered because um it essentially has the same premise as 30 rock which is behind the scenes of a late night sketch show right um and it sorry um it's a, but it's an hour long drama oh so it uh it because it premiered the same year as 30 rock and it's an hour drama compete like with the same conceit competing against just a half hour comedy it's just such an easier bite to chew on yeah. with 30 rock yeah and there was like some kind of other internal issues with it i think it's a great show i what loved. network was it on or is it, it on, on it was on nbc really yeah so nbc well, I think 30 rock on. nbc yeah i was gonna say i thought it they was picked them up they picked both of them up weird yeah i don't think executives know what the hell they're doing sometimes i wonder fox is getting it together though yeah what's impressing you about fox uh they and it's getting a text super popular sorry 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 should make you read it speaking out of executive from fox <laughs> <laughs> um Fox got rid of their pilot season. So they just like, they basically get show pitches. Like, I mean, I think they'll accept pilots, but they won't put money into like filming a pilot. Like, basically, if they like the pitch, they just order, you know, 11 episodes of really? it. Really? Yeah. They just order a first season now, I guess. So that whole process of buying one, making the pilot happen, and then going through, you the, know, the, 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 the testing process and all that, that's just skipping right over. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think it's just I think I think it makes more sense money wise. Yeah, because then like, well, you know, you're already building the set, you're already doing this, that, and the other for the one episode. Do it for eleven. See if it works. I mean, when you think about sorry, so now burping. That's okay. I'll let it slide. Thank you. When you think about all the pilots that don't work out then so many. you know it's not like you're it's not like you're missing out on something with a really high percentage no. win rate i mean how much worse could it really be it seems like it's astonishingly bad yeah well i think you know they're also it's they're not going to do it for every show that they would have ordered a pilot for either mm-hmm. you know that's such an interesting thing to me that whole process that whole thing especially with the fact you know if you think about it i mean it's just a business Yep. The whole thing is just to get commercials going where people will watch, right? I mm-hmm. think that's it. And it's such a weird thing that it's its own like universe of content creators, artists, producers, all that stuff. And yeah. it does seem like they are not very good at it. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is like they try and like one thing is successful and they're like, oh, well, let's just do that 10 more times. Yeah. But it's like that... No, like, yeah, we already have that. You need, you now need to go like 180 degrees the other way. Yeah. Like turn the car around, drive the other way while driving this way with that show still going. It's interesting. I'll I'll bet they really need to think. I would just, this is based on almost, it's less than something. It's nothing, but it seems like I would imagine the people that end up in positions of power are there just connections, nepotism. Like, do you think it's really like the smartest minds of creatively? I kind of doubt it. Creatively, no. 
business wise, probably. Um, they can, you know, they can pick out what they think is going to sell. Yeah. And what they can, you know, cause they don't, the issue is, is you have to sell to like four people when you're making a TV show, right? You have to sell to the like company who then has to sell it to the higher ups who then have to sell it to the, um, companies that are going to be putting commercials in to sponsor it. Yeah. And then like the, so then the TV show has to sell itself to the audience, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, what's going to, yeah. What's going to sell to Pepsi Cola isn't going to necessarily sell to me. Yeah. And I mean, just think about all the different sources of media now. I mean, so many, we got podcasts. I mean, we got the internet. This one, baby. (laughs) For the uh, 75 people out there. You were the first podcast ever, right? Ever in this apartment. (laughs) Watch, that's not true. (laughs) You go back to the previous tenant and there. Turns out Marin, (laughs) first first year, was actually here. Yeah. It's crazy. Just really wanted like a little. That's why there's such good podcast energy there. Yeah. No. It's interesting. Um, I... See, it's a, it's also interesting to know like what people are gonna like, like, like I've real I've ha- this happened to me recently. I just sort of like flip through on demand, and bam! Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I'm watching diver dives, drive-ins, and dives. <sighs> I love the triple D, and I'm like, what love the hell am I doing them. with my life? Love but I love it. It's great. I I'll stand by it. Yeah, I'm mildly embarrassed, but I'll stand by it. I love it. It's a it's like you know a comfort it's food. On. It's a comfort show. Yep. I just sit there and go, oh, cool. You, you can just have it on and then just tune out. Totally. Nothing Nothing else matters in the world. But you so, know what's kind of funny? A lot of shows come on and I kind of find myself reaching for my phone. Yeah, I'm going to check this or that. show like that, though, I'm just sitting there like, I'm not necessarily paying a ton of attention, but I'm like hungry. I'm noticing what all that, I'm like really getting the texture and my, you know, going. I can imagine what that's tasting like. I just love food. I love diner food. I think I think that's what it is. I think you love diner food Too more much. than you love Lauren Graham. Uh, that's why that's why you're checking your phone when you're checking uh when you're watching Get the Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. It's just because the dialogue's coming at me so fast I can't think. So I have to focus <laughs> you, on something you're else. Lo- you're looking up the episode script so you can try and read along. <laughs> and I'm like, is this even possible? <laughs> Instead of a page going a minute, a page is going 10 seconds. It's just like, wow, it's intense. I I wonder what that, that, um, audition process was like. Like, how fast can you speak? Yeah. It's like a typist. Alexis apparently passed the test because she can, she can keep right up with Lauren. They're running. Maybe I am, maybe I will watch an episode or two of Gilmore Girls. Uh, you can come over to my house. We'll do a rewatch. Can I? Oh, yeah. You, you, you still live in that place out in Beaverton? I am, but I'm moving. Where are you moving to? I don't know. All right. I just have to move. I got a lease. couch. My things. Moving in here. <laughs> uh, our lease is up next month, so. Yeah. I have moved. I've, I will have lived more places in Portland, the Portland metro area, than years I have lived here. I'm coming with this next wow. move. I've lived two places a year. <laughs> it's kind of wild. Yeah. I'm it, on the opposite end of the spectrum. Lived in two places for four years. Each or total? Total. You've been here for two, two and a half? No, I've, no, no, no. I've been here for four. No, no, no. I'm sorry. This apartment. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
No longer than that. I got here in April of 2011. Okay. And you moved in this apartment? April? Yeah. Yeah. I moved into my place in North Portland July of 2010. So, yeah, it's been a little over four years, and most of which in this space. Home sweet home. Almost two years of the podcast. Two years of the podcast. Woo. Isn't that wild? Yeah. What are you going to do for the anniversary? I don't know. You're going to have me back? I'd love to. I'll, I'm available. She's going to do always... an episode naked. You yeah. still want to come? Oh, you mean like the one we're doing right now? <laughs> Another one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love yeah. naked episodes. Yeah. I think this is like, I was just counting this up because I thought it was kind of amazing. I think this is like episode like, this is probably 76 or 77. It's a lot. It's real impressive. It means I have missed a considerable amount of weeks. <laughs> oh. If it's almost two years. Yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Mostly summers. Summers have been weak both years. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You got things to do, man. You got places to go. You know, um, a real friend of the show, Janet Varney, yeah. has been trying to help me get a little, little man named Pete Holmes on the show. He's going to be in town this weekend. And there's a 1% chance it'll happen. It's a 1% chance. That's all you need. Will you have more respect for the podcast if Pete comes on? Oh, yeah. Or wow. are you just maxed out on respect? Dude, I respect this podcast so much. I'm so excited just at the at the weird possibility that that could happen. Not not that's a bigger guest than you. Oh no, I don't speak over you. It is. I mean, not a much bigger guest, but he's a pretty he's he's an okay get. He's an okay get. I'm I'm sad that his show is not going anymore. The Pete Holmes show. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it because I haven't had TV. Yeah, I did watch uh, a few episodes of it. I thought yeah. it was as good as a lot of other stuff on TV. I don't think it was just amazing. I don't, yeah, I definitely think, I don't think it was any worse than other things I've seen. I just, yeah. I think like a lot of things it just, uh, didn't know what audience to hit. Mm-hmm. You know what I thought was a great show? Have you seen, um, God, is it Comedy Bang Bang? Yeah. That's a, with, with like Reggie Watts. Reggie Watts and Scott Ackerman. That's a good show. I was like laughing out loud throughout. I like it. It's really I like good. It a lot. What network is that on? IFC. Okay. I got to keep that in mind because that's a good one. Yeah. And not... it's also a podcast. Yeah. See, I, I mean, to... it's not a podcast. This is the only podcast. <laughs> it's the I only got... podcast that you should listen to. <laughs> and you quickly improv. That's right. That's coming back. Is it? Oh, yeah. All right. I got people. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. I have. An I will episode... be. Your, I'll be your talent manager for it. Okay. I have an episode worth of unreleased material just waiting in the wings. I know. But I don't want to release it if I'm I don't have time. Yeah. If I don't have time to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I was going to put it out this last Friday, but then this week's really, really bad for me trying to do it. Because you got so, Pete Holmes coming in. Yeah, because Pete. i got to get ready for Pete. So what I think I'm going to do is put out this this episode probably like this Friday and then then try to get people in for next week and get this thing rolling again. Rolling. Yeah. Because I, I actually have some unreleased material. And I'm excited for that. No Moran, though. No more Ron. Ron. You think he's gone? No. We'll see. Ron! <laughs> that was so damn funny. I know. I was listening to the, the Mark podcast on my way in. Oh, were you? Yeah, I haven't seen Mark. I haven't seen Mark since you did the live podcast. Oh, yeah. And Supergood performed. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming to that, by the way. Oh, yeah. You and Supergood. Of course. You guys made that show. Well. It would have been. Amy, Amy Miller was pretty She's a pretty She's a good down. person. She's funny. But... It would have been a lot less without you guys. And and Mark is a good guy. Yeah. He helped out for just to help out. He's Solid awesome. Solid dude. 
He's got he got he's got his own podcast going now too. I know. I need to start listening to it. It was really interesting. I legitimately like that. I listened to it and it was it was entertaining. That's uh, Powers and Tucker, right? Mm-hmm. Throw a little plug for him. That's all right. Powers and Tucker podcast. Yeah, hit it up. Yeah. Um. So I'm a really pumped for that because I still love HQ Improv, and I've listened to some of those old ones because I'm kind of getting ready to you know just had to listen again. And I think they're good. They're better than I kind of thought they would be. Actually, they they hold up. I'm like still laughing at some of those old episodes. They're pretty great. They're really good. They're pretty good. They're pretty great. They're pretty good. When your when your voice really goes up in the high octaves, that doesn't that's not a good sign. Not so bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So pumped about that. And uh, I just want to touch real quick before we finish up. Not real pumped about the way the Seahawks played this weekend. Um. I was in Seattle for the game, and they just got their asses kicked by the Chargers. And I had a bet. I never bet, Patrick. I That's why bet. they lost. Maybe it is. You cursed them. Maybe I was sitting. First of all, okay, I, got to, I went rafting for a company bonding day. Mm-hmm. We went whitewater rafting up in White Salmon, and okay. it was like class three and four with a few fours in there. It was legit. It was like people were falling out of the boat, helmets, wetsuits. It's it not was company bond. It's company thinning. That's what that is. <laughs> no, it's thinning of the herd. It was badass. I had so much fun. Nice. Like. It's the kind of thing where like we like shove off from the shore and immediately are in rapids. I mean, it was actually kind of scary. I almost flew out of the boat within 30 seconds. But you didn't because you're one of the stronger. Uh, I mean, I have my balance. It leaves something to Look, be desired, Danny, Patrick. In the forthcoming Hunger Games, I'm proposing an alliance between the two of us. <laughs> All right. All right. I, re- I reserve the right to switch it up if need be. but As do I. <laughs> but... I just want to know who's stabbing me in the back, and I okay. want it to be you. Okay. I want, I want, I want your knife in my spine. It'll be drama. <laughs> oh, daddy, <laughs> I love you. Um, there was a girl that fell in almost immediately in the <clears throat> same spot where I almost did, but she <clears throat> did. And then later at the end, there's like a ten foot waterfall. Ooh. That we that that's like, do you guys want to go over or not? And uh, you said yes. Yeah, we all did actually. It was awesome. One one lady did fly out though, and it's great because they took lots of good pictures. Mm-hmm. We didn't even know these people were out there, but there's this girl out in the woods like taking pretty good action shots of us. And nice. then we bought later, of course. But um, there's this great picture where you can see her like they said like to get down, you know, and there's little handles on the inside and an outside for you to hold on to. And so they plan this all out kind of. So they tell you like, okay, one more paddle and then get down. And this thing, you're going over a legit waterfall. If you don't do it right, you really, you're at least going to fall in. I mean, it's, yeah. you have to do it perfect to not fall, but, um, and not flip the boat or anything. But you see her just like collapse into her, in, like a turtle going <laughs> into her life jacket and helmet. Like she just like goes in, but she doesn't, everyone else is like getting down. Like you like get off of your little seat and you're like getting down as low as you can in the boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. She just gets into her jacket oh. and then just gets launched out of the boat. <laughs> and it's kind of scary. Cause you know, a waterfall, it's like, it can sort of push you down. And these guys were not holding anything back. They were like, you know, if we flip or you go in, Chances are pretty good it's going to hold you under for a while. Uh, the best thing to do is to get yourself in a ball, just kind of like you're doing a cannonball, mm-hmm. and just sit there and wait it out. It could be a good 10 to 15 seconds, though. 
And you're like, oh my god! I mean, that's a long time underwater yeah. where you can't move. And Fifteen you yeah, seconds. You don't know what's going on. Yeah, and you don't know which way is up. Or, you know, that's freaky. And she's like, she didn't say that it held her under, but she had she had no idea which way was up, and she had like kind of a freak out moment for a second. There was another really cool spot where you got to trust your vest. Yeah, that's true, and and that's why you have it. Yeah, and it's not going to let you down. But anyway, you had another moment. Another moment where. You had to either, okay, so you, there was a big waterfall, probably mm-hmm. 15, 18 feet yeah, tall that you was You didn't scary. do that one though. They didn't give that option. Oh, but one of the guys actually did go down in it. Like they normally just send the boats down. Uh-huh. But he all of a sudden, he comes down, he was this like wacky, wild guide, and he like just gets down in his boat at the last second, and his boat's also like spinning, it's like doing 360s. It just so happened to sort of line up right as it goes down this this cliff, basically. But he, I mean, I don't know how it didn't go over. It was amazing, really. But then so we got out, had to hike a little bit. Now we're standing at this, right at the bottom of this falls. It's probably a good 20-foot little ledge. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, so everyone, we can either jump in here or you can climb down this long kind of like slippery rock thing with a little rope. It's going to take a little while and... You know, he's kind of like, you kind of should just jump, you know, sort of what he's saying. And I was like thinking nobody is going to jump. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. It also is really narrow. I mean, it's like not really, really narrow. It's probably 15 feet across maybe, but like you've got rocks on the other side. And yeah. It's another cliff. It's another face. Yeah. You know? So he's like, you don't want to just step off because there's a ledge at the bottom. You also don't want to go too far because I actually just last week this guy went too far, clipped his knee on the rocks, dislocated his kneecap. Oh. <laughs> so we're like, uh and my boss actually, this really introverted guy, was like, Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's just yeah, let's do it. I, why not? Everybody go. And we're like, Yeah, okay. Everybody was like kind of tentative, but it's like, all right, I guess if all you guys are going, let's go. And Matt, my boss, just just without even saying another word, just kind of like hops out, does a backflip, gainer, like a back, like jumps out, backflip, right into the middle of the river. And it's just like, oh, this is great. You know, and he's just like, are you, are you for real? Like, it was actually really impressive because yeah, it's, a, it's a decent drop and you have to land that in the right yeah. spot. You can't just go. It's not a lake. Yeah. And it's also the kind of thing where you get up from the river and you have to like, immediately swim to the spot to the side yeah you, know, you, you wait too long and you'll be going down the rapids you know so you it was kind of freaky i just kind of just hopped out there you know <laughs> and just <laughs> the hendrix hop yeah the Hendrix. yeah that's what they all said later he did the <laughs> hop and someone else got kind of some shit because he just screamed like an absolute woman <laughs> i would have he really did i don't I, like heights. it was kind of funny yeah <laughs> and uh yeah it was a good time though it was a really good time I forget how I even brought that up. Uh, you did that, but, and then you went to the Seahawks game. Mm, the Seahawks game. Yeah, but there was a bet. All right, so there was a bet where this guy, this coworker of mine's a big Chargers fan. Seahawks just played the Chargers, and he was like, hey, I'll bet you Seahawks minus six and a half points because that's the line. Mm-hmm. So basically the Seahawks have to win by a touchdown. And I'm like, I'll take that bet. Bet is one happy hour, all you can drink off the happy hour menu. They have to be happy hour drinks, but as many drinks as you want during happy hour. Oof. And I freaking lost. Do you get to choose the happy hour? Mm, it's kind of up for debate. I think I could shoot down any bad ideas that I think I don't Too like. Too expensive, but kind of. I guess. But it's happy hour. I mean, unless we're going to Morton's or something. I don't know why. But yeah. 
whiskey library maybe or something. But yeah, it's gonna be an expensive day. So what I th- it's, I think it's gonna be this Friday. So many want everybody wants to come out, listeners from Portland. I think there's gonna be a a big happy hour on Friday. And I'm gonna get drunk. Go do uh go do Dan's happy hour and then come see me in the Curious Comedy Showdown. What is that? It's uh to the Curious Weekend Show. What's the showdown mean? Uh, it's short form competition. Mm. So it's just their format. So we're all competing in games and, uh, at the end of the night, someone wins something. So is it all just the, the, like the house players or is there Mm -hmm. another, another group? It's all the house players. We're all competing against each other. Mm. Um, I've won once. I won. Have you? Yeah. I I believe that. I shouldn't act like I don't believe that. Well, it's always surprising because it's audience votes, audience scores. So Patrick, you're the freaking man. You shouldn't be. You should expect a victory every there's time. There's a there's a lot of really great players, so it's always hard to tell. Who else do I know? So I know Zach, me, and um, Steven. Oh, Steven from Supergood. Ev- everyone from Supergood except for Emily. Okay. Because she didn't audition. Um. Do you know? This is great pod. Yeah, this is great. Uh, do you know Katie Barons? She's friends with Chris. No. And. I'll bet they're all great though. Everyone's great. Evan Spence You'd probably time recognize a lot of people yeah. though. Yeah. I feel like Katie's the only one that I can think of that I can connect to you right off the top of my head though. Well, that's awesome though. Yeah. So Friday, curious what time? It is at eight. Alright. If I show up, that means I'm drunk. Do it. I could. Do it. I'll vote for you. I I hope. <laughs> I will realize I know a lot of people up there apparently. Yeah. No, it's for you. You know, you know you're my favorite. Right on. It's not even close. No. Hey. And be looking out for HQ Improv. Check it out. Because um, HQ Improv is coming back. HQ Improv is coming back, but you know what's been here the whole time? Audible. That's right. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. It's right there if you need it. AudibleTrial.com slash huge quickly. Free audiobook, free two-week trial. You're just denying yourself if you don't do that. If you haven't done it already with anybody else... You're just, what do you, what, that's. What? Are you too lazy to listen to a book? Too lazy to better you yourself? Fucking, <laughs> are you fucking. I don't even have words. I'm so angry at these people are. that I haven't done it. You <sighs> are too lazy to type in 20 words, 20 letters into an internet browser in case of a free audiobook, two free, two week trial. Free books. Look, take your so iPhone. So many people want books and can't get them. They, yeah. Like, like Sad. people in Ellensburg. Yeah. Ellensburg. No one reads there. No one gets books there. No. Because they don't know about Audible zone. yet. No. Danny and I are bringing the good word of Audible to Ellensburg. We missionaries. <laughs> Look, iPhone users, take your iPhone. Delete the U2 album that you got for free today for whatever reason. Ugh, please do it. I know. You know what I saw? It's on my phone right now. That's that's bullshit. I'm angry. I saw someone that printed out a show, like a, took a screenshot of a vintage ad from the 80s mm-hmm. it was from a cassette like a max maxima uh cassette player that said comes with free u2 cassette they're like history is repeating itself yeah well they did this with an ipod too when uh whatever fucking album with vertigo came out i remember like you could get the u2 ipod oh my god yeah if u2's plane went down tomorrow i would feel nothing nothing maybe that's too far mm. I've never been interested at all. Not not a band. Not a band I like. No. Had friends that tried to get me into it and uh just didn't care. And just just 
the level of of like self-importance that gets radiated from Bono is incredible. Yeah. I mean, he's probably done a lot of good stuff in the world, but Maybe. his music's not one of them. Nope. I hate that music. I'm so angry that they're rich enough just to give their music away. To you know, the majority of the people have an iPhone and now they all yeah. just have they I have songs even ask of innocence. for it. God. Well, um I don't even know what else to say because it's sad. I, I, I know, yeah, yeah. but there are some instructions to get it off your phone. I saw yeah. that. So. I will be. I will be doing that. Yeah. Um, Patrick, thank you so much for coming on. Of course, love you, man. I love um, you. Um, yeah, I'll put up a couple links to some of the the places you can see Patrick and all that kind of stuff and and um, things of that nature. At, you can yeah. see me on the internet at least twice a month. With uh, improv, curious comedies, improv. Yeah, so you're doing a little, a little web-based improv. Web-based Live. improv. Live on the internet, Google Hangouts. Yeah, I just saw the last episode. I really did. It was, it was awesome. I, I had a great time. I was laughing. It's real silly. Real silly. That's what you're there for. I know. I'm not wearing pants usually when I do it. So uh, that's how you know I'm in my prime improvisational mindset. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing holding you back or Nothing. Down. I'm free flowing. Mm-hmm. Just ready to rip and roar. Mm. That's the way God intended. Yep. When God created improvisation, mm-hmm. he said, do it with no pants. Shirts, he didn't even plan no for clothes. Nope. It's like when they framed the Constitution. They didn't see how things were going to go. Mm. Like, wow, how have they foreseen this? They just let it happen. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Danny, for having me. Bye.